Well, hi, I'm Madeline Stavich. I don't know if you, I'm assuming you're both high schoolers, but please correct me if I'm wrong. You might know my little brother actually, Will Stavich. Um, but I, so I am currently a senior in college. Um, I graduate in fall 2020 because I transferred and I'll get into that in a second. Um, so I, but I've done basically everything except my student teaching at this point in my uh, college career, you should say. So I'm a music education major, um, vocal track at the Hart School. So basically I'm studying to be a Mr. L or a, a Mr. Clark or somewhere, someone like that. Um, I don't do, I do take band and orchestra stuff as well. Um, but I don't do as much of that. Um, it's definitely a vocal emphasis, but then they prepare you to also teach band and orchestra. And I do a lot of general music stuff as well. Um, I also work in theater. That's actually how I make most of my money nowadays. Um, so I stage manage for professional companies. And then I also assistant direct for some companies. Um, I, I'm an actor. I'm a singer. That's there's kind of how I make my money. I teach a lot of classes as well. So I, I kind of um, run in both music circles and theater circles. I work for a lot of opera companies specifically and Shakespeare companies um, just because I don't know, kind of just worked out that way. Um, but it doesn't always stay that way. I do improv as well. Um, so I kind of, I don't know, I kind of run around in this world and do a lot of that sort of stuff. But if you have any questions specifically about music ed, I can answer those, but I also don't feel shy about asking theater questions or um, music performance questions because I, I do a lot of that too. Tell us a little bit about how you got started uh, in theater in high school or even middle school. Okay, like, so far back did your, did your career go? So high, oh, when did I start? So in middle school, so the first show I ever did, I think was in fifth grade. And I remember that my best friend at the time, Carmen Dancy, dragged me to tryouts and I was really shy. Dr. Lazat can speak to that. And? Dr. <laughs> Lazat, once upon a time, was the principal at uh, Oh my God, Spring Street. Yes, Spring Street. That's, I, yeah. <laughs> and, and then at Sherwood and all that fun stuff. And um, so that was my first show. And I, I think I did crew for that, actually. I think I chose to do crew because I was too scared to be on stage. And I was tiny, so I really didn't get to, but I, I would drag blocks onto stage at like all four feet of me. And then I grew this next year I grew into auditioning and I was like oh my god I love it on stage this is the best thing in the entire world why wasn't I doing this prior um and I just kind of fell into continuing to do theater I did it all throughout um all throughout high school so I worked with I believe she's no longer at the school but Jen Webb I did a lot of stuff with and I did a lot of stuff with Michael Lopamardo um and I was always an actor and then I got to my freshman year of college and I was a theater minor at Towson University. So I started off at Towson University in Baltimore, actually. And I was a theater minor with a music ed major, still vocal emphasis. Um, and I did a lot of, uh, did a lot of, uh, what am I trying to say? I did some scene study classes there. And then I also did 
um, a class called Music for the Stage, which it, it was teaching you how to get up and sing opera in front of people. Um, and I fell in love with that class. And I had a wonderful, wonderful professor who loved the ends of the earth, who was like, if anyone is interested in trying out stage managing or producing or directing, uh, let me know. And I was like, I'll do all of it. Let me do all of it. I'll try all of it. Um, and I fell in love specifically with directing. Um, I absolutely love directing. Um, so I, I transferred to Heart just because it, it was a better music program. Um, there were some other stuff going on that it was just better to be somewhere. Um, and so I transferred to Heart School, which I absolutely love. Best decision I've ever made was to go there. Um, I unfortunately can't make minor in theater there. They don't have that. But I do, I'm a treasurer for the drama club. I work in theaters surrounding. And I, I started off in the box office of a theater. And you kind of just, you work your way up and you say, hey, you need someone to do this, I'll do that. And eventually you, you kind of, you claw your way up the ladder, so to say. Um, and I ended up teaching theater classes for them. I started off as a TA um, uh, for their summer courses. Um, and I, was, I would also substitute classes sometimes before that. They would like, if no one else could do anything, I'd be like, I could do it, I can sub the class. Um, and so then they let me be the TA. And then they finally, this fall, they offered me my own teaching spot there. Um, so I teach comedy improv classes to seven through 12 year olds. Um, which they're, they're such good kids. I absolutely love them. I don't, the class ended right before this, thankfully. So I don't have to try and teach comedy improv online. Don't know how you would do that. I'm going <laughs> to yeah, be honest. Right. I have no idea how you would do that. Challenge. Um, and then I guess I just acting in music, they, they do an opera at the Hart School every year. So I'm in that every year. And then this particular year, I asked if I could assistant direct it. I know the director um, and he said yes. So I ended up being the assistant director for that. And I, uh, I ended up stage managing. It's really about asking. I just kept asking if I could do things and people said yes. And then they started paying me to do them. And then I'd ask to do something else. And so recently I just assistant directed a professional production of Madama Butterfly, which was an amazing oh, wow. experience. Yeah, it was fantastic. And it, it's, for me, it's all just been about, I would, I would go up and say, hey, do you need someone to do this? I'll do it and I'll do it. You know, unfortunately in this industry, you, you say you do, it, you do it cheap the first time, but then you never do it cheap again. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about the first college you picked and then why you, you went on to the second one? And was the second one called HEART, like H-E-A-R-T? Uh, so the second one, I'm, my computer's about to die, so I'm grabbing my charger and speaking at the same time. Apologies. Um, so the first college I went to was Towson in Baltimore, which is actually a fantastic program, and I would recommend it. Um, but it wasn't for me. It was all the way in Baltimore. Um, and I wasn't happy with the first school that I chose. I wasn't happy in Baltimore. Um, and, and I never expected that because I was such a, I was a good student and I um, was always down for adventures. I traveled a lot, um, but it wasn't, it wasn't for me, um, which I, I always like to mention when I do stuff like this because I think going into college, you think, all right, I'm picking a four-year school, and I'm going to stay there, and it's going to be perfect, and it's okay if it's not. Um, 
and it's okay to transfer. So I ended up transferring after my freshman year um, to the Hart School, which is actually the University of Hartford. So I go to school in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, oh I see. But the, the, so many kids in the music program refer to where we go as the Hart School just because it, it, it um, carries a little bit of a name. So, so you kind of learn early on to, to say Hart School as opposed to University I of Hartford, see. that's all. Um, but I, so then I transferred to Hart because the program was a little bit better. Um, specifically the music ed. So for instance, the music ed department didn't, oh, hi. <laughs> The music, oh, ed yeah. <laughs> the music ed department um, at Towson didn't offer classes in court and orchestra or band. And a big part about being hired nowadays as a music teacher is to be able to juggle all three while you have a focus on one thing. But oftentimes people are hiring for someone to do orchestra and chorus or someone to do general music, but also teach violin lessons. So it's, it's really important to be well-rounded in that way. Um, but also I just transferred for other things. Like sometimes a campus doesn't work for you or sometimes the people on the campus aren't perfect, stuff like that. Did, were, did you always want to be um, a theater major or um, right now it looks like you, you're transitioning into being a teacher of theater rather so, than being an actor and, or actress. And so what made you decide to go in that direction? So I, this, it's, it's actually, so I started off, the, what I originally wanted to do when I was looking at schools was uh, genetics and biology. Oh boy. Uh, so that's what I originally wanted wow. to do. Um, and my mother sat me down and said, you don't want to do this. And I was like, what are you talking about? I want to do this. She was like, no, you do music 24 seven. Why aren't you doing that? And thank God she did. That was, nice. uh, that was very nice of her. Yeah. <laughs> And so I went to school for music education because I, I, and I still do, have a huge passion for education. Um, I think it's so important to educate our students. And I think music specifically is such a good avenue for that and such a good, um, it's just, it's a beautiful place to teach kids not only about music, but to teach kids about emotions and the things going on in the world and different cultures and just all sorts of things that I feel very strongly we should be educating our students with. Um, so that's why I went into, into music education. And then I realized along the way that I was missing theater a lot. Um, I thought I didn't need theater in my life anymore. I was like, music is it, I'm good, this is great. And slowly my career has made a transition into theater and and with still the music education but with theater and acting and, and teaching theater um, that I never would have seen four years ago when I entered college if you'd asked me. Do you it think just, that Hart School was more responsible for that than um, than Towson or? I actually think Towson was the reason that I that I started oh. but I think Hart in the community in Hartford was the perfect place to um, have that career start. So I think Towson and that professor that gave me the, the chance to take all these theater classes and to be able to take, make a, start a theater minor and all that um, kind of ignited that love of theater again. Mm -hmm. But I think there's something to be said for being um, a big fish in a small pond and going somewhere where you can take advantage of all sorts of resources and or create resources for your own. I mean, that's, that's mostly what I've done is, um, find a need for something and figure out how you can fill it and then market yourself that way. 
Mm. Um, and that's kind of how I've slowly built my very new career. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. I'm trying, I'm asking students if, um, the students that are online, if you could tell us whether or not you would like us to discuss more about music or about theater, um, we can start to direct some of the questions in that, in that, um, in that direction. I also wanted to, um, to bring Patrice, um, online, um, uh, and introduce her. <laughs> Hi, Patrice. You have your video on? No. Oh, audio. On. There you go. I mean, your audio, yeah. There, you're unmuted. I'm on, oh. There you I'm are. I'm Zoom when you're like, <laughs> hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Yeah. I so I'm, I'm Kathleen Cohane. Um, I'm the one that sent you some messages back and forth earlier. Um, Madeline's wearing the red shirt and then hello. Dr. <laughs> Um, gorgeous. Yes. Oh, right. man. I agree. Bring uh -huh. some life to the isolation. I love it. it. You're right. I'm going to dress up tomorrow and We're try it. Just like Madeline. This is, this is the only day I've looked nice this whole week. Just to, <laughs> I don't want to set any unrealistic. <laughs> well, it was worth waiting to, for. Thank Madeline. you. Thank you. I'm trying to lipstick. Maybe that would be my red. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so I think we had some discussions already, you and I, um, and Dr. Lizad, about what um, the students are looking for, and I'm trying to get them to tell me whether mm -hmm. or not they want us to talk more about theater, music, voice, whatever. Um, so I hope that they'll they'll chime in. Um, but uh, I'm just hoping to get your perspective on what you what you did in high school to get where you are now. Um, what you did, what were your, was your path after high school, college, career, and then a little bit about what you're doing right now too. Sure. Okay. So I, I grew up in Shrewsbury, currently live here now. Um, I went to middle school, high school, and I think my passion that whole time was musical theater. So I was probably doing three to four productions each year. Um, and just w whether it be in the school or with the community theater. And then came senior year, I was actually kind of at a, I didn't know what I actually wanted to do. And so I wasn't landing a ton of roles in theater. I wasn't quite sure, but a new music director came in. Um, and so I auditioned like I normally did for the musical and I ended up by getting a part and I was like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> and my mom always laughed. She's like, she told me, after, she's like, I don't know. I never said anything to you, but you were so passionate about it, but you just kept going, even though sometimes things didn't, it might be a solo, slight solo here or something, but I just knew I loved it. So I finally, my senior year, landed a role. And um, I will never forget my moment when I decided to go, hey, this is what I want to do, is because in the middle of our rehearsals, the, um, the acting and music director said, can you have the cast sit down? And I said, Patrice, can you sing your song to them? I'm like, oh, what's going on here? But I said, okay, I'll sing my song to them. And after I was done, they said, that's what we need you guys to do. And so they really were pinnacle and really going, hey, you should pursue this. So I hadn't, in all fairness, and what I stress, because I'm a voice coach and artist development and deal with the business side of things, but I always tell my guys, make sure as you're approaching college, look at the different programs and look at what they specialize in. 
So you have like your Berkeley, which is now merged with the conservatory. Um, I even noticed their audition requirements are different, which is all beautiful. It's fine. Um, but I'm always telling them there's contemporary roots of things. And then there's classical roots of things. And both of them, there's no right or wrong. When I ventured into college, I went to Anna Maria for a year and a half. And it was a classical program, which was beautiful but I'm not really a classical singer. It didn't really have my heart. And so for me, as anyone on here who's kind of gone at the point that I was, was like, oh, what do I do with this? Or how do I, you know, I would say, do your research, ask questions. What are the different things? Because there's different routes for each of them, be it musical theater world, or what I deal with right now to skip ahead. I deal a lot with singer songwriters. I've worked with people who have been on Idol, I bring people from The Voice. We have, you know, all different kinds of avenues, more in the field of what I term contemporary world, a solo artist, singer, songwriter. So back on track with that there, I ended up by going to Anna Maria, I got accepted into it and loved it for the time being, but found again, my passion was, wasn't so much in the classical singing um, as it was in the contemporary, or at the moment, I actually didn't quite know. I just was kind of like, I'm not feeling this so much. I transferred and ended up by going to UMass Amherst, where I ended with a theater degree. Um, and it was a beautiful experience. So I ended college and kind of was like, okay, now what? Um, so I was like, where do I go? And there was a local theater um, called Foothills, which is no longer in existence. I remember them, yeah. Right. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go there. I'm going to, you know, continue to refine my skills. I'm going to take classes, get my foot in the door, start to, and no sooner I got in there um, and they closed. Uh -oh. oh, that's too much. But guys, I'm a huge believer in follow your heart and everything happens for a reason. The times that I wanted things to happen that didn't happen have honestly Every single time. Now I kind of view things when they don't happen and I just stay motivated in it because so many times being a, a coach for the amount of times that I, you know, the years that I have been, you know, I've watched two things. People go for auditions, whether it be, I've set up many private auditions with these reality shows, which is a whole nother thing, but um, don't base your life on them. Uh, they're great. can be a great experience, but they're a show. They're casting. So, you know, they'll either get deterred from that because the door closes and just drop off, or they'll use it and propel them to the next thing. So the theater closed, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so I ended up like going, you know what, I've always been interested in contemporary, but I've never kind of had any teachers that have taught that. So let me kind of find that. So I found a studio in Boston, and they dealt with contemporary styles of singing and artist development, which is basically a lot of times you'll hear termed as branding. And so I went there, and I started, um, started the program, took the lessons, started doing artist development, which basically addresses like, what's your image? Um, what's your social media presence? Um, are you singing? Are you writing songs? That was a big thing, getting going in that end. Um, really looking at what's your performance, right? Vocals is a huge part of it. But you, if you want to be a performer, vocals is a piece of it performing is whole is the, you have to know vocal technique and then you need to know the art of performing um so i started doing that and no sooner i'm there and i'm kind of working with the, all the different coaches there i had a, a choreography coach i had a vocal coach i had um someone i was recording with i had someone who was working on my performance um and they said patrice you're doing really great in this program and we love having you would you teach and i was like 
Like, I thought being a teacher was like a nail in the coffin. I was like, they're telling me I'm not, you know, I was like, oh my God. And I remember the conflicting thing. And, you know, I'm married. It's like, well, you know, it's way to make income. And like, you know, you like people. And I was like, all right, let me try this. And it was so awesome, I have to say. So what it helped me do, I'm still an artist. I currently, so I've been able to perform the anthem for Gillette and Fenway Park and DCU and the TV bank and all the major things. I've opened up for, um, they're not around anymore, but they were jaded. They were a, a major label artist. So I've been able to really do a ton of audition for The Voice, gotten private auditions with them multiple times. Um, so I'm proud of what I've been able to. And then I've been able to build um, and work with artists. And I've learned so much from them. It's kind of cool because when you have to, when I get them to do exercise, I don't ask you to do anything that I haven't done myself. Um, you have to look at it. And it really does only refine and, and make you better. Or sometimes they'll bring things to the table and be like, man, I got to use that. It's like, that's an awesome way of saying that. It's just the truth. So, so fast forward now, um, I am still, I have a couple of kids. Life's a little different, but this past August, um, you know, a big part of who I am is being an artist. I always say, I can't lose that. A big part of me is being a mom now, but it's also being an artist. It's also being a teacher. It's also being a business woman. I own my own voice studio. And so um, I started to go, but I can't perform like I used to. Maybe eventually you get to that point, but I can't perform like I used to. But I have a passion for writing. And so I started to, I took a course in writing music for film, TV, and ads. And so for the past now eight months, it's been awesome. It's a huge, and you know, I, I mean, I deal with quite a few artists that want to pursue this as a career. And I'm like, guys, like you've got to be writing for film, TV, and ads. Why? Because um, the percentage of what you make, I might be going off on things. So you just stop me and be like, Patrice, that's it. You can cut out. This is cool. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> the percentage, and I can I have to find it. Um, one of the webinars I was on, he made this awesome graph of like, you need a million plus. Um, so if you want to produce a song really quick to go down this slope here, say someone wants to be an artist. They say, I want to pursue being a solo artist in this realm of things. So, okay, well, you need to a brand yourself. You need to know your voice, but you need to know the business. Part of the business is having a product that people want. And so part of your product as an artist is, I hope, being a good human. And, and then um, being able to have songs that convey these messages that you want to and good production. Um, so a song can cost you a good amount of money if you're working with an established producer. I don't think people have to always go that way. I'd find people on your level. Um, but it can cost you, even on a very fair end of it, $1,500 to $3,000 up to, I mean, it depends again who you it, <laughs> We won't go there now. I'm like, oh my, I do so many co-writes and we just split agreements. And that's for, if you ever needed that end of it, it's a, it's a fun world there. Fun and crazy all in the same. But, um, but for 1500, say that's a, a, a very generous estimate there. To get that amount of money back, you need to stream on YouTube. I think it's like one point something million views. On Spotify, you need about half a million views. Wow. So, but to make that, if you were to land an ad or you were to land something in TV, um, ads could put, ads pay the best and they could pay up to say 10 grand to 50 to even more 
if it's a national thing. On top of that, you could get really great exposure. So artists are always trying to get exposure, right? We want our songs played. So that's, I hope I didn't go too far off, but that's a whole nother world of things. And I, and I actually saw her on your alumni list, which was so awesome. I'm like, oh my God, I need to connect with this person. There's a guy that does film, TV, and music. And he's doing for MB. And I was like, oh my God, I looked him up. I was like, I gotta check him out. This world is about networking, guys. Yeah. And what I would stress to you, I mean, um, Madeline, you could, I'll let you, I mean, you're in the theater world, right? Yeah. In the music, it's talent you need. Talent always cuts through. But the other end of it, I hear all, all, all the time, why are they getting ahead? They're not even that talented. Well, first and foremost, it's art, it's objective. What one says is great, another doesn't. So we got that end of it. But also, and it's a whole brand of things, but like, don't fear anything, guys. As you go into this, man, do I wish I had this attitude going into college. And, I, and you have to grow into it, and people grow into it at different times. But like, my model the past few years is like, don't fear anything. What's the worst that can happen? You go into an audition, you don't get it. You just, you just got better at auditions. You know what an audition looks like. That's awesome. You're probably not going to land stuff the first audition that's reality hundreds of auditions can get you something um if you're and it depends on your level like as you progress in this you don't have to maybe audition as much but you know Amanda, maybe you can speak to this too like i brought in broadway people jessica bosk and and these guys and they're like guys like i had to do so many auditions to get one thing and that's the difference between the people here and the people that don't necessarily, and I'm a big advocate of everyone finds their, even if you pursue this, like my student who I'm hoping to bring in at sometime soon for a seminar, she just, she was one of my voice students who ended up by going off to college for uh, music. She ended up by becoming A&R for RCA. And then she's now working for Dempsey Productions who just put on, uh, she was like, Patrice, I can't do it the next three weeks because I'm putting on a concert. She was putting on the concert they just did this Saturday. So I was like, wow. Oh, that's so cool. Good for her. Yeah, right. It's wow. an example of someone starting to want to be a singer. This is another thing I'd stress. I have guys all the time, because I've been doing it, who end up by being behind the scenes. There's so many things. So I'd say stay your course. Yeah. Stay your course with whatever you're doing. And life's going to give you present to you. Just work hard. Just work hard. Love it. And then keep your, your eyes open. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, some people end up by just being songwriters. Some people want to be the A&R. Some people want to be producers. Um, marketing. Patrice, what's A&R? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, that's someone who scouts out the different um, artists. So like, say you had RCA is a major label, mm -hmm. right? And so the president is here. And then they have other people who go and watch YouTube and Spotify and all these things and what they're looking for. And unfortunately, guys, the cool things, the side note, independent artists are amazing. They're like, there's so much potential to be an independent artist. You don't need to be with a label. Um, Cause there's lots of different things on that end. But what that person's job is to do is to scout people. Because a lot of times, and that's why I kind of went off on that, is a lot of times they're looking for finished product before in labels they would develop people. 
they would say, hey, this person's really talented. We're going to get them a vocal coach. We're going to get them someone who's going to teach them how to perform. We're going to get someone to work on songs with them. Unfortunately, fortunately, I guess nowadays, like, they don't do that. They want you to have millions of streams. They want you to have albums. They want your social media rocking. If you don't have good numbers on there, because it's business. So the other thing I do to you guys, I'd say to you guys, I walked out of college and was like, how the heck do I do this? I, it's all good. It's where I am today. But I wish to God, what I try and tell my guys, like, voice, business. They're always looking there. Unfortunately, again, fortunately, like, you got to know business. So um, their job is to, to find artists to kind of bring in and, and negotiate and get them signed to the label. So you're yeah. in voice coaching right now, right? That's what your business yep. is. But you said that you also write ads and you said film TV ads. Is that what you called them? Or I'm music writing music. For the I'm, ad? I'm writing music for. Okay. So, I mean, you have to pitch that. That's what I'm actively doing. You work with, God, how do I simplify this? Cause it is a whole nother world. So I don't want people to get too lost in it, but basically anything just like open up the TV and or and <clears throat> or social media and ads and um all tv shows typically all movies um all ads have music in them so it's it's called they they take so what i'm doing is i don't create the ads i'm all set <laughs> i know that's not my my thing but my what i ventured into as of recently is working um with a team of people that I know in the industry and we are putting together songs and then you actively pitch them to what's called a music supervisor or to music libraries. And their job is to work with some of these top people to say, Hey, you get what's called a brief. And that is like, we need a song. Um, I just did something. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if you want me to talk about that, <laughs> that'd be great. What's that? We were gonna, I was going to ask you like for an example of something that you had worked on recently that we, we might recognize. So that would be kind of cool too. So, I mean, well, no, I don't have any, guys, I don't have anything synced yet, but I'm working my butt off. That's my new, that's what I was saying is I've ventured into that world. Um, so I don't have, because it's been like eight months. What I learned from that is I've always wanted to do music for that. What I found I was falling short is as a writer, I don't know if there's any songwriters on here, um, but as a writer, a lot of times for, if you're writing for radio, um, I had someone say this to me and it's so true. 95% of the radio is about love and 5% is inspiration. Um, the film TV world, they don't need it because they get enough of it. So when I initially was pitching as an artist to these guys, I met some great connections, but they're like, you don't have what I essentially need. Um, and I maintained, thankfully, the relationship. But I found when I did this course where she's like, hey, if you're just like cold, like people make the mistake. They're like, just listen to my music. And so business relationships is huge. So I'm venturing right now into the world of writing music for those different things. And a brief recently, um, let's say, um, brief, let's see here. If you wanna, I, I feel like I'm like, so you can just show me. <laughs> no, I was, I was just gonna say what, what I think is wonderful about like all the things you're sharing is that like, I think the number one, and I'm very early in my career, but like 
it's 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 about balancing like you you end up doing so many things like i like nobody in this industry that i've met so far it does like this is the one thing that i do like lots of us do like seven different things and that's how we make all of our money and that's how we kind of work and operate and it, so you, I see Morgan, you, Morgan has popped in. Hi, yeah. Morgan. Um, feel free to, to chime in if there's anything, if you wanted to tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're interested in hearing about. Um, I can do that. Um, I actually kind of have a question. Um, yeah. How did you guys know that you wanted to do music as an actual career? Good question. <laughs> Patrice, do you want to go first? How do you have an answer? Or? Sure. Um, yeah. How did I know? I think I just, there hasn't ever been anything else. I hate to say this and, and be it right or wrong. I know you guys are recording this, so you might know, but I, I'm not an advocate of plan Bs. Um, I think my plan A has always led to what people might term plan B. Um, I never thought I'd be a teacher and I'm a teacher. Um, I never thought I'd be writing certain things and I'm doing that. So I guess if it's just in you, you have to follow your heart. It's that classic, like no one's living, you gotta, you gotta live your life. It's your life and obviously respect your parents, like, respect people, but like, this is your life and you know, society's going to throw away. You know, what I always feel is the saddest thing is that I'll, I'll watch a lot of people go away from this because they feel like they need to do what others want them to do. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but I've always watched anyone successful with this, just follow, do what they love and, and stuff comes through and you make money off of it and you generate a, a livelihood off of it. So I just never had anything else, you know, that I kind of was like, oh my God, I want to do this as well. As a note, I've got tons of friends and tons of artists that do multiple worlds. You know, I have a great friend who, um, you know, she's an incredible violinist and a scientist. <laughs> There's a lot of them. There's like a lot of like scientists and, and music. And yeah. Oh, Madeline wanted to do science first, right? Yeah, that, that was what I wanted. I was dead set on being a geneticist. I was like, I want to go cure cancer. I want to work with genetics. Like, this is what I want to do. Um, and I was, I was incredibly passionate about it for someone who ended up not doing anything with it. Uh, <laughs> but I guess I didn't think in high school that I was good enough. Like, I didn't think I was good enough to be a musician. I didn't think I was a good singer. Um, I didn't think, because I, I, I didn't play any other instruments except like maybe like the cello a little bit until I got to college. Um, I couldn't read music until I got to college. I taught myself in college how to read music. I don't recommend that, but you can do it. You just have to kick your butt. Um, and I, I think I didn't know I wanted to be a music major at first because I had absolutely zero confidence in myself as a musician and a performer. And I had some wonderful, beautiful people in my life who were like, you are good enough. You clearly love this. You should, you should really focus on, because all my extracurriculars were music. Like all I spent my life doing was music and theater. And I, I lived for the, the musicals. I spent all my time at the musicals and I did the fall play and I did the comp, I did the competition play. And I, oh my God, I did like, like I couldn't get enough music and theater. 
it was all I did. I was in, I was in both uh, acapella choir and women's choir my senior year. I did both of them. I just couldn't get enough. And so I had some people in my life who were like, you really need to start looking at this a career. And, and that is not the norm in music. Most times it's people telling you, no, do something more sensible. So I'm very lucky that I had people in my life who were like, what are you doing? You don't want to do biology. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think it's, it's starting to recognize that like, I guess I realized I wanted to be a musician when I realized I was good enough and that you do not need to start from a place that's like, I'm the most amazing musician in the world. There were like 10 billion kids at Shrewsbury High School who were naturally more talented at music than I was. Um, I never made it into, just, just so you know, I never made it into districts ever. I always auditioned and I was always half a point off, which let me tell you, I wish it had just been by five points because that half a point was always like, oh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I was like, come on. <laughs> um, but I never made it into districts. I never had a solo in choir. I never had a lead in a musical. I, I had like one or two big parts in the fall plays. I only made it into the competition play once. And when I, you know, I was terrified to audition for colleges. I used to shake when I would sing in front of people and my, and my voice would shake. Um, I remember my first college audition ever that my, I had like, it was like I was, I sounded like a 14 year old boy going through puberty. I just like, my voice oh, no. had like the biggest voice crack in the entire oh, no. world in front of like the entire board at UNH. And I was like, this is, I, like I wanted to walk out right there. I think I was singing, I was singing one of the 24 Italian arias. I don't remember which one. And I was like, oh no. Um, and everything worked out fine. Like I got into every school I applied to because I worked hard and it, I, I, I think I applied to like 11 colleges. Don't do that. Don't apply to 11 colleges. I, I, that was a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> but I, I auditioned at 11 colleges. I got in everywhere. I got money everywhere. I have grown so much as a musician. I can sing in front of people with no problems now. I'm a performer now. I've finally come into like, I used to not get, be able to get up in front of people and do like comedy because I was scared of looking stupid. And like, now it's all I do. I teach comedy improv classes and I look like an idiot 24 uh, seven. And I love it. It's like the best thing I've ever done with my life is learn how to be silly in front of other people. It's my favorite. It's what I get cast as now. Like most of my casting stuff has become um, me playing. Like recently I played an evil frog. Most <laughs> fun I've ever had on stage. Hands down, most fun I've ever had on stage. Um, it, and so I think, just know that you are, if you know that you're enough and you like allow yourself, like you clearly you're on this call because you love music, right? So like allow yourself to know that like you will learn and grow. And if you love music enough, it's like, this is the best career choice I've ever made because I spend every day doing what I love. I would say to that too, which is, a, I was just going to Are we frozen? I think Patrice is frozen. The rest of you I see moving. Oh, am I frozen? Am I? I there you go. There you go. You're back. I'm not You're back. I, was, I just wanted to reiterate thing, something because I think it was so beautiful. Is we probably had a very, I find so many people in this industry have a very, I love Ed Sheeran. And he, there's a great thing. He was just a 
bad singer. Like for me, oh, he was. I've seen that. <laughs> right, it's perfect. It is so awesome because he's like, I, I I like him a lot. But I think what you said too is like drive is so important to me. That's something you can't you. <sighs> I've had so many guys that are like incredibly, incredibly talented vocally, like Mariah, like one girl covering Mariah Carey, who's like an 11 vocalist, right? Doing whistle tones, da, 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 da. I'm like, I oh my God, um, in my dreams. <laughs> but, it was, but everyone's writing from now, and you probably see too, but it doesn't, I don't know, like, is she doing something with it? Whatever, we all find our paths and she's still doing stuff, but like the ones that go at it and are like, I just don't, I just want to do this, drive so important is what I'd say there. Is a lot of guys start and it and talents kind of irrelevant. It's just, can you put in the work? And if you can put in the work, you can do it. So. Hard work is so much, like I, like I have so, and I'm not saying this insultingly to myself, I have so much less talent than so many people but you get so much farther by, by working hard and working on your craft, especially like I, I remember when I was picking my career, I was worried about going into music because I was like, it's not going to be scientific enough. Like it's like, I really like the, the genetics and it's not, it's, it's just, I'm just learning music. I'm just learning, how, like learning about music. And I was so wrong. Let me tell you, I was so wrong. Music is the hardest career you could go into besides maybe pre-med. <laughs> And, and it's all about like learning vocal technique and, and the science behind that. And like, it just the more you learn, the more you realize you can improve just through hard work. And it's, it's not, talent is important and, and you need it in this industry, but it is so much less important than like everything else. Michael, thanks for joining us. So I invited Michael as we were talking. Patrice, you talked oh. about Michael. Um, Michael, I stalked you on Facebook. You, uh, you do. <laughs> and Morgan, feel free to ask your questions still with, uh, to Michael or any of our guests. Keep going. <laughs> Patrice, Michael is the one that, that has the film TV production career, yeah, that you wanted to get to know. So, Michael, this is Patrice. Hi, Michael. I'm going to love a Shrewsbury. I was actually sharing how um, my journey, but I said as of the past eight months or so, as an artist, as a singer-songwriter, I've shifted gears and really started to immerse myself in the film TV ad world. So I shot out your name because I was like, Oh, I saw someone on the list who's actually doing that, and it's a whole nother world. So, hello. You might be getting a DM from me being like, hey, you're working for, and um, um, you're working for the NBA, right? Or am I uh, off? I work for NBC Sports in uh, Washington, D.C. So, we're a regional sports cool. network. We, we, we air basketball and hockey games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and are you doing are you currently still doing like music for those are you helping coordinate that end am, am i doing music for the for the games you said yes like are you doing music sync at all or are you no i i um i manage the video servers and the, the video archive over over there so date all data management like I'm like a mix between a librarian and an IT person. Cool. 
Cool, cool. Are you, did you also do? Because Morgan, you write songs. I know some of your work. You're talented. Ooh. You're very, very talented. I was about hey. to ask, what are, you, what are you thinking? Like, is there a particular path that you've like been thinking about going down? Something you're passionate about? I hear songwriting, perhaps. <laughs> Um, I have no idea what I want to do at all. That's okay. That's okay. I, you know what? I thought I wanted to know, I thought I wanted to be a geneticist, thought I wanted to be a K through 12 music. I'm currently in a program to be a K through 12 music teacher. Now I have no idea. And that's okay. Like you're young. Like, I don't know. I'm 22. I don't know. And I won't know in five years what I want to do. And I'm sure when I'm 40, I won't really know. And I'll keep changing it. You know? Morgan, are you doing anything um, in, in school or taking classes or outside of school that are helping you pursue your passion or are you just getting started with it? Um, I've been singing since I was in like first grade. Um, I'm going to be in two choirs next year at the high school. I've done, I did districts my freshman year. I did districts and all states this year. So I've had a lot of opportunities. Are you, which choirs are you in? Um, I'm going to be in women's and mixed. Cool. Okay. Morgan, can you talk about your songwriting? That's very interesting. Um, what do you want to know? <laughs> um, do you have a favorite, I don't know, genre or theme or um, what do you, what's a favorite song you've written? Um, I've written nine songs as of right now, I believe. Um, I just wrote another one last night, actually. Um, I do, I don't really know what to classify it as. I listen to a lot of alternative-ish stuff, so it's mostly based off that, but I do have a lot of Taylor Swift influence, so I'm a mix of things. That's awesome. What, do you play multiple instruments, or? Um, I started uh, guitar last summer, but I'm better at piano. I've been playing piano since seventh grade. I don't, I never learned classically, but I can do chords and stuff. Well, you know, the more harmonic, playing by ear is totally fine. I did that until yeah. I got to college. And, and the more like harmonic instruments you can play on, the better. Like I played, so like melodic instruments, like, like the cello that have only one line, which are great, don't get me wrong. But when I got to school and I was like, you're telling me I have to read seven notes at once and then play <laughs> them all. <laughs> yeah. I do very, very basic piano lines. That's okay though. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a good place to start. I'll, um, anywhere, Morgan? What? Have you performed anywhere like outside of the chorus? Um, I do all of the school performances that I can. Like, I always do Coffee House, and I do SHS Got Talent. Um, I don't think I've performed anywhere else. I performed at my eighth grade graduation from Oak. I actually performed an original there. Well, when the world has isn't closed down anymore, there's a bunch of cafes in the area that offer you opportunities if you were interested in performing original works. Yeah, my voice teacher was trying to get me into that. So I was gonna do that and then everything shut down, so. I, I definitely would highly recommend, that would be too a good way for you to kind of see where you wanna go. Cause if you, you I love, um, you know, I always encourage my guys sometimes with the, the college, what, what year are you in school? 
Junior. Okay, so you're figuring it out. Get out, I mean, what better way to do it than like kind of just start to feel out the field and say, is this something that I want to keep like honing my skills in or I want to keep going down? Um, so I definitely think getting out there and perform internships, you know, I feel like people need to be doing more internships in their senior years because like yes. you end up out of college and it's like, I actually don't want to do this because I've been in the field. So I would jump on and see any kind of internships with different places that are, you know, whether it be music studios or things like that. And then you can kind of go, Oh, Hey, you feel they're not going to necessarily give you a ton of stuff. Um, because Whoops. She's muted. Oh, Patrice, you muted. I'm clicking on you. There it is. There I am. There we go. <laughs> That's better than being stuck with a face. I love those when you're like, you know, like, <laughs> 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 I have a couple of those. It's like, oh God. Um, I don't know where that muted, but I was just basically saying I get a taste of different things. And, you know, if you're right, you get a right. I, you, you have, I would say to understand the world of a songwriter, I'd just be writing, 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 writing a ton of songs. Mike, and curious to see on Michael, your end. So that's what you do now. You went to school for TV, TV, music and film or composing or. No, you... I, I was a, I was a film and video major. Morgan, I, so I kind of at the beginning of this. So what, what are you interested in? What do you, what, like, what's your dream job? Um, don't really have one. I, for a brief period of time in, what, eighth grade, I think, um, I wanted to just be a singer-songwriter and just perform, but I don't really see that happening. <laughs> no, don't, don't knock yourself. No, I just mean, like, realistically. You think it's gonna to be tough to to earn a living doing that? Is that what you're concerned about? Um, I think from what I, from the little I do know about the world, I think part of it is chance and connections, and not having the actual like talent and ability to do it. I I mean, a part of it is there. Um, I like I think I said earlier, I find so many talented people. The problem is is some of it comes down to nitty gritty work. I'm not gonna lie and say that some of it, you know, some people, I had someone recently, it, it, like if you wanna be a performer, but you don't want to, like I'll book gigs sometimes for my artist. And I'm not a booking agency, but I'd like to do it because I know what it's like to have done stuff and been like, well, what do I do? So we'll book the end of hall or, you know, we were working on a, a bunch of different things. And sometimes, and some of them paid. So like the Grafton Market, have a couple of guys doing that. And so here's a paid opportunity, but for paid gigs, you need to have, like I'll advocate for having a website and you need to have some kind of music and it's a business. So some people will say to me, and this is where I think the difference is, 
so I, I don't I don't believe I believe luck is what you create so even though it might be like well they're getting ahead by chance I think it's really their work that did it I'll always evaluate someone if someone's like they're really not that great and I might not even think they're super talented but their brand's super strong they've got great social media numbers their website has great visuals and if you might not like that world and you might not like that that happens and that might not be where you want to go but I kind of am like, well, they're taking the time to learn the business. But so I had someone who was like, well, I don't want to do stuff like that. I don't want to do social media. I don't want to do this stuff. But I was like, but that's what's required to get the gig. So I don't know if that helps at all. But I would say, you know, if you are passionate about this and there's so much that Google has to offer at times um, and so many YouTube videos of professionals in the industry um you can kind of you know just put yourself around great people and and don't let that there might be um i don't know again less talented i, I don't know if this is making sense but i wouldn't i wouldn't worry I, if you're passionate and you're driven and you find the right kind of ways i think you'll find your home it's it's also about doing multi so like there are very few people in this world who make all of their money just from singing and songwriting. Like, like I, um, so for instance, I'm a music education major. So what basically what that career, like what that major's track is, is setting me up to work in like a K through 12 public school. Like that's like the technically the track for it. Um, but you end up, if you want, like, I consider myself more of a performer and a director and a stage manager, and that's kind of where my world has gone, as well as an educator, and you kind of find that you end up doing multiple things and multiple things that you like along the way, and I think especially if you're not quite sure what you want to do in the field, but you think you like music, I really recommend picking a program that allows you opportunities to, perform. maybe not music education, but like, I know a lot of people who do vocal performance in like music production technology, for mm -hmm. instance, um, where they're learning, uh, they're learning to perform, um, but they're also learning like the skills of producing music and getting into that part of the industry as well. And then, and then some of them develop other skills outside of that. Like one of my best friends is an MPT vocal performance major with a jazz focus. And then she also writes her own songs and she's she's so talented but like you you find that especially if you're good about picking where you study what you study that you're you're really studying multiple different things like i chose music ed but i chose music ed at a, a that was vocal i chose it at a school that is known for its like that has um good classical stuff because i like my voice just has a more classical sound and i just knew like going into going into school that like this is this is where my voice sits and like this is what I need to study and then from that I've fallen into performing in opera and I've fallen into other so you kind of make your money doing multiple things it doesn't need to be like a I'm either going to make it as a songwriter or bust sort of sort of idea and I also wanted to point out that you have two people here that I know would be helpful to you. So I hope that you, um, that you all three, um, Michael as well, um, reach out to each other and connect. Um, do you have a LinkedIn account yet, Morgan? 
Mm. Probably by next year, you should have one. Um, I encouraged all my kids to create them by the time they were um, seniors in high school, because that's when you start making your connections afterwards. And then um, absolutely, we're, we have a, a, an alumni um, community group that we're starting now too. And we're encouraging um, staff, faculty, students, parents, as well as alumni for connecting, because you never know who's got a connection that you might be able to use. So um, the more people that we can get to join, I think would be really helpful. Um, and um, being cognizant of the time too, it's after five o'clock and I'm happy to have the conversation continue um, because I think that, that Madeline and Patrice have been sharing a lot of really great information for you, Morgan. And I'm, I'm really excited about this. You know, this, this is, you're the first person that's shown their face and we've had a direct interaction. Um, and I'm hoping that future, um, future Zoom meetings will have more of this going on. But, um, you know, I, I thank you so much for um, letting us talk to you directly and, and asking questions. <laughs> no, this was really awesome, right, Dr. Lazat? This was really a bonus. I completely um, agree with you today. Um, we were on a meeting yesterday. There might have been 26 students, uh, mm -hmm. college readiness, um, and I just wanted to see them. <laughs> I, saw uh, them. I was in that one, actually. But it does make it more enjoyable, I think, for everybody. So it's not always, you know, overly comfortable to start, but it, I think it's a good way to go. So thanks, Morgan. You're brave. And Michael for joining us. So Patrice, I know Michael after you mentioned him. I know. I love it. <laughs> well, that, well, you never know. When I saw your thing, I'm like, I wonder if he does the music for these things. I was like, it'd be an amazing thing. Um, but I'll have to connect connect with you, Michael, be like, oh no, here comes Patrice. I, I was just, <laughs> <laughs> be persistent. I don't know. Right. That's good or bad. Go right and they're like, you're persistent. Yeah. But. So Morgan, if you, if you would like to connect with um, anybody on this call as well, I'll just let us know and we can send you the information. Also, I'd recommend if you have an, a LinkedIn account to connect with them as well. Um, for our, so I want to thank everybody for coming today. Um, feel free to chime in with any last bits of advice you have for, for Morgan as well. Just shoot an email if you have any more. If you have any questions right now, I'm happy to answer. I have like 10 more minutes. But if, like, if you have any questions, just shoot an email. Like, I, music is the best choice I ever made in a career. I, I, I'm a young professional in it. So I, there are definitely more people who can speak to it like later down the line. But like, these like five, six years that I've spent in it now are really fantastic. And it's, I was so nervous that I'd make no money, that it would be a bad choice, that I wouldn't enjoy it, that I'd learn to hate music, that it, in, it was none of those things. It's a lot of hard work, but it's, it's just amazing and the best thing I did. And I wanted to say too that both Patrice, Madeline and Michael all said the same exact thing, mm -hmm. that you need to find jobs take anything that, that comes your way, learn everything from soup to nuts that you possibly can, take a variety of different jobs, um, try to find places where you can work and do more than just your singular job, um, wear a lot of hats, get a lot of experience. And, um, you know, I'll, it, I've been amazed to hear pretty much the same story from all the alumni that we've talked to about that, that um, it's all about about getting experience and, and, and your networking as well too. So um, I think, and you've started it right now, Morgan, you don't, you don't probably don't realize it yet, but you've, you've started your networking right now. 
I think LinkedIn is amazing. The social media platforms have their different things. So I think it's awesome to encourage that. And it, it can be maybe a little intimidating, but you never, I mean, to what agree with some of the people that are, what's that? So what have you got to lose really by connecting, you know? Absolutely. Honestly, it is, yeah. I think some of these top people that I've been able to talk to, sometimes I'm like, oh my God. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. But they're just people. And a lot of people are probably intimidated by talking to them. So if you're willing to be like cordial, I think the big thing with outreach that I would stress so much is do your homework. So know who you're, you're talking to because as you venture into this, into the business world and you want to talk, whatever field it may be, I you know what you could even start to do if you're not quite sure? Um, this might be a little off topic, but a little tidbit. I said to someone recently, she wasn't even pursuing music. She wanted to, she was in college and she had a dream to get into this company. I said, why don't you just reach out to them and say, hey, I'm so-and-so, I'm in college. Just curious. I know you're super busy, but do you have a second to let me know what you love? foreign candidates that are applying to your company. I said, what do you have to lose? They'd probably be like, wow, this person's thoughtful. This person's actually interested in my company, right? Why you like the company? People don't always do that stuff. And I think it stands out so much. So when I started my world of like writing to these different music supervisors, when I initially thought, hey, I want to get my music into stuff, I was like just saying to them, hi, so-and-so, like a generic thing, and just saying, here's my music. I didn't look at what TV shows they were doing, what style they needed. So wrong. Right? So they're probably like, this girl, oh, here we go, another person just trying to send me the email. When I started to do my homework and be like, hi, so-and-so, like, I see you've done this interview. I really love your attitude and like so much better of a response. So that, I mean, I just do your homework, join LinkedIn. It's awesome. There's some really great people on there. The top, you know, some business world of, of social media and uh, yeah, outreach, like, you know, like crazy, but do the homework, do the homework. Michael, any last words? Yeah, um, I, I liked all the advice that, that Morgan's got, um, especially um, what Madeline was saying, where, you know, if you, if you go down that music uh, route for a music degree, like that can turn into a number of different jobs, you know, so as long as you just follow your passion, I think that's good. For the LinkedIn thing, I told a story on my, on my like uh, Zoom thing yesterday, so I, I friend everyone I know on LinkedIn because you never know like when you're applying for a job down the road, like what kind of connections work at the company that you're looking to apply for. So my current job that I have now, it turns out that a girl that I took one marketing class with in college and we had one group project that we worked on together, she ended up working at the job that I was applying to and she got me the interview. And then after I got the interview, I got the job. So it's like, you never know like what one random little connection can like get you in the door. And especially these days, there's just so much competition that you need like whatever leg up you can get. So that's why it's like really important to network, especially like if I were you, I'd make a LinkedIn and right before you graduate, just friend everyone you've ever talked to in high school on LinkedIn, just to like broaden your base, you know? Um, so yeah, that's my advice. Film, films, films a lot similar to um, 
to music where it's like, you, you know, you're going to probably be picking up projects and it, it might be tough, but like the more work you put into it, you know, the more um, you can get your name out there and then people will come and find you. So, yeah. Well, thanks for everybody for, for joining us today. Uh, Morgan, I hope we helped you out a lot. I think you have a big smile on your face. So I think that, yeah. <laughs> I think that today was very useful. And alums, thanks so much for joining us today. Hope you'll join other future. We're definitely gonna be doing this a lot more. Um, and we hope that you'll join us. Um, and if you have other topics you wanna share with us about things that you wanna talk about or that you wanna share with students, happy to hear about it. Um, we're sending everybody a survey afterwards, um, students and alums alike to see how we can improve this um, from this point forward. We still have oh, probably two thirds of our um, presentations uh, tomorrow and Friday. Um, so um, we'll, we'll take a brief you know, few days or whatever it is and figure out what we need to do next time to offer these. But um, Morgan, spread the word to your friends. Um, look out for more links and more opportunities, especially because we're all gonna be home till June. So um, hopefully this was a, a good, a bright spot in your day and, and this um, was helpful and something different than you know, your regular teaching or Zoom meetings. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, Kathleen. everybody. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.